Welcome back to Don't Forget to Smile. Of course, I am Amulia Vijapurupu, and I cannot wait to share more positivity and inspiration with you all today. I cannot believe that this is my 10th episode. That is such a huge milestone for this podcast. That means this has been going for 10 weeks, and 10 episodes later, it is still going strong. Like I said in my first episode, I want to make a difference. And thanks to your support as my listeners, it means that I am. I have made 10 weeks worth of a difference, and I can't wait to keep going and continue to spread positivity and inspiration through my stories. I hope you will join me in making a difference by being a guest on my show and sharing your own touch of positivity. Direct message the podcast Instagram account, smilepodcast22, smilepodcast, one word, with the number 22, for a chance to tell your story. I love hearing from you all, and I cannot wait to hear what you bring to the table. Today's episode is about having patience for yourself. I think oftentimes we forget that we are humans too, and that we make mistakes along the way. But that does not mean we should give up so easily. When I started at my college four years ago now, I met a professor who really helped change my perception. His name is Bill Trigg, and he is a percussion professor where I go to school. Coming into a music program in college was daunting to me. I reflected earlier in my confidence episode about the music programs I came from in middle and high school. My district was tough, and at the end of my time there before college, I was completely shattered on the inside. I had so many degrading comments thrown at me that I no longer believed in my ability to be a good musician. As a result, I put a lot of pressure on myself to constantly be better. I was told countless times that I was bad at what I did, and I so desperately wanted to prove everyone wrong, so I put a lot of pressure on myself to reach that goal. That meant I did not have any patience for myself. Mistakes could not be made, nor could I even stop and breathe for a second. I needed to be better, and if I showed any sign of being less than, I would get frustrated with myself and blame the weakness on my own flaws. But things changed when I started learning from Bill. It started with the way he ran rehearsals. If I or anyone else in the group was playing a relatively new piece and made a mistake, he would tell us it was all right. He'd say to us, I don't care if the notes are all wrong, but as long as you have the rhythm down for now and just play something, I'm fine with that. This shocked me. For the first time in my life, I was being told it was okay if I made a mistake. I could be less than perfect and nothing would happen to me. For so long, I had to be good right off the bat or I was worthless. And now it was like I was being told I was worth something, even if I was not perfect right away. I hated making mistakes because of the way I was taught music for several years, and I had absolutely no patience for myself when I made mistakes. 
Bill was encouraging me to sacrifice one aspect of the music for the time being until I fully learned the part so I could just start to get comfortable with it. Granted, I had to learn the music over time and I could not make mistakes closer to the performance, but he was allowing me to make the mistakes I needed for the time being. And, for the first time, I was not being penalized or degraded for it. It was very encouraging to be given this new perspective. But in the beginning, I could not bring myself to do this. It was instilled in me that if I was not perfect, I was not good enough. So I would not play or would play very quietly when I was unsure. But he kept telling me this, that I had to play something even if it was not 100% correct. I have been in his class for four years now. And it took the majority of those years, even a little bit now, for me to warm up to this new way of things. Reversing what was instilled in me since I started playing my instrument was hard. But I got there, even though it took some time. And thanks to Bill, I finally realized that it is okay not to be flawless. Failing is a part of the learning process, and it did not make me any worse in the eyes of anyone. As long as I tried when I started something, that was enough. With time, the rest would come and I would be closer to perfect. But it will all not come to you right away. It takes time and patience you have to have for yourself to go through the learning process and make mistakes. The biggest takeaway for me from rehearsals with Bill was to be patient with myself. I would get so frustrated about messing up that I would not try at all. I was so afraid to make a mistake and let myself fail because I did not want to be viewed negatively. I put so much pressure on myself that there was no room for tolerance of mistakes. But the thing is, you need to let yourself fail in order to get better. You need to fall and be utterly confused and make a whole bunch of mistakes in order to start to improve. And the bottom line is, you need to be patient with yourself through this whole process. Let yourself fail over and over again as many times as you need to. If you do not make a mistake, how are you going to get better? Mistakes lead to growth because you discover where your weaknesses lie and you learn to improve upon them. We are all human, and that comes with imperfections and flaws. It comes with not being perfect. So what is the point in trying to be? Over time, yes, we get better and we get closer to perfection. But when we start something new, we have to be prepared to fail. And only when you accept that can the real improvement begin. That is essentially what I learned from all of those rehearsals. I had to let myself fail to make way for growth and change. It is okay to mess up here and there. The world keeps going even if you fall. Nothing changes when a mistake occurs. Over time, with hard work and practice, you improve. But without putting in the work and cutting yourself some slack along the way, you won't get anywhere. It was a hard lesson for me to learn, but once I got it, it made a world of difference. I had the worth ethic, 
but I did not have the patience to let myself fall. The moment I fell, I wanted to quit because it was a sign I was not perfect. And being imperfect in my mind meant I could never be good enough, no matter how hard I tried. Bill was finally chipping away at that mentality, and it helped inspire change in me. I became more confident trying new things because I no longer felt the need to be amazing right from the start. For the first time, I felt all right making a mistake. In April of 2020, I wrote my very first piece of music. It was a project for Bill's class, actually, but the confidence to try my hand at writing music came from what I learned from him about being okay with not being perfect on your first attempt. At that point, I never wrote music before. For those of you who have previously composed, I am sure you can vouch for how frustrating of a process it can be, especially when you're first starting out. There were so many times in the process where something would sound off or I would make a mistake in my writing, and I would get so angry with myself that I wanted to quit. I hated myself for making errors. I kept reminding myself of what I learned from Bill, that I had to be patient with myself and all of my trip-ups, and I kept working at it. In the end, I had a full music composition I wrote all on my own that I was very proud of. And I owe that to Bill, because I would not have had the patience to go through the process if it weren't for what I learned from him. That very piece is actually being performed by the group at school that Bill oversees and that I have been a part of for four years now. In about a month, that song that I wrote will be played for a real audience. It's going to be premiered. If I did not have the patience for myself to go through the process and learn along the way, then I would never have had the amazing opportunity to hear my creation come to life. And I think a lot of this lesson of having patience for yourself was learned through writing that piece. I went in with this mindset that I cannot do it, that I bit off more than I can chew, and I was inevitably setting myself up for failure. I was trying something for the first time, and I had high expectations for myself to produce something great right away. But that's simply not possible. It does not come together right away. It takes time. I did not see it that way at first, and I lost patience for myself going through the process more than once. I came close to quitting more than a few times when I hit those roadblocks, but I reminded myself of the purpose of the exercise, to learn, to learn a new set of skills and to learn what I am capable of. When I realized that, I remembered rehearsals with Bill, I always learned what I can do with a little bit of patience when I was in Bill's rehearsals, and I started applying that mentality here. I forced myself to be patient, and it paid off. Trying something new means that you cannot be too hard on yourself. Once you realize that, you can progress in the most beautiful way. The thing is, we are all growing. We never stop growing in our lifetimes. Constant growth comes with constant mistakes. Mistakes mean that we are learning, and essentially, we cannot get to where we want to be 
without failing every so often. It is all about picking ourselves up, dusting ourselves off, and continuing to push forward. Improvement comes from that recovery. I forget sometimes that I cannot always be perfect, but I have teachers and mentors who help me remember and give me the confidence to be imperfect and mess up. In the end, the value comes from the progress we make and everything we learn along the way, rather than the final product. Of course, we want an amazing final product, and you will get there. You just need to be comfortable stumbling on your journey. You only get to that final product if you have patience with yourself and cut yourself some slack. Oftentimes, and I know I am guilty of this, we fixate on our mistakes instead of what we achieved. It does not feel good to mess up. It is discouraging. And when we experience those feelings, one of two things happen. One, we quit because we hate the feeling so much. Or two, we push ourselves so unnecessarily hard, continue to fail, and create a vicious, unhealthy cycle where we fail and let the disappointment consume us. Just remember to breathe. You are human. You deserve to give yourself the time of day to improve at your own rate. Make those mistakes and learn from them. And use patience all the way through your journey to improvement so you do not feel like giving up. When you look back to where you started and all the mistakes you made to get to where you are, you feel amazing. And that is how you will never forget to smile. Joining me today for What Makes You Smile is Josh. He is a sophomore music education major at the same college as me, and I have had the privilege of playing alongside him in different musical ensembles at school. I was able to get to know him even better through Pep Band, the club I am president of, and he serves on the executive board as well. I am so happy that he took the time out of his day to speak with me today, and I am so excited to hear what he has to share. So welcome to my show, Josh. Hi, Malia. Hello, how is it going? Uh, it's going well. Uh, spring break has been pretty nice so far. It's just getting some time to relax and stuff. So yeah, it's been been pretty well. That's really good to hear. I uh, completely forgot for a second that we were on spring break. Um, but yeah, it's good to know that um, you know, you're um, relaxing and having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So how are you feeling about being a guest on my show today? Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, it's an honor to be on this podcast. You know, um, I, I love uh, the message, the, all the messages that you spread. And uh, I love listening to your podcast. They're, they're really inspiring. So, yeah, uh, I'm thrilled to be a guest today. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Josh, for saying that. Um, I sometimes forget that, like, people that I interview or people that, like, actually listen to the podcast, it's always good to hear really good feedback um, and hear that you're enjoying it and it's inspiring. Yes. But, yeah, once again, just thank you so much for being a guest. I really do appreciate you taking the time to be here and just share things with me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. All right, so are you ready to get started with our interview? Sure. 
All right. So as you know, this segment is called What Makes You Smile. So I'm going to ask you about what makes you happy and, of course, what makes you smile. So, Josh, what makes you smile? Mm, well, <laughs> this is a kind of a tough question, but uh, I narrowed it down to a couple things. And um, one big thing is just like relaxing. And okay, that's like pretty vague. But then I thought about like, all right, what are some things in specific or specifically that I do that help me to relax? And one thing that I always went back to is just being outside and like being in nature, uh, especially like on a sunny day. Like one of my favorite things to do is to go sit in the lake at my house and just like chill by the water. So yeah, being outside by by some water is a uh, a big thing that really makes me smile. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And I definitely can relate to how relaxing nature can be and how can that how that can really make you smile. And I feel like in the age that we are now, where there's just so much technology, we forget about the beauty of nature and just forget about how good of an impact it has on us to be surrounded by that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it, I feel like our world, especially in like college, we, we get so busy. And it's like, hang on like you got to take a second just for yourself just like i know we all have like exams and papers and and like tests everything you know all on our mind and we're always just worrying and stressing 24 7 but it's really important to just take a mental break and just like you know go take a walk outside or like just sit by a lake and, and just like relax and like breathe in the air and feel the grass and take in the sunlight like those simple things like they're they're really like really important yeah and I completely agree with that and I'm very happy that you did bring that up because I feel like a lot of the time we do get really stressed and really busy and nature just has that really calming effect so taking that time to take a break and just get away from everything and being part of that nature that's just really calming is very important sometimes oh yeah for sure definitely so you said that being in nature makes you smile. So what about nature makes you smile the most? Mm. Well, like one is just like, I don't know what it is, but like feeling the sunshine on my skin, it just, it's just like a feel good feeling, you know, it just, it's nice and warm and it kind of just makes me happy. So I can just like sit on a chair outside or like sometimes I'll grab a towel and just literally lay it on the grass and just sprawl out and just feel the sun and it makes me smile. Um, and then one of, one of the other activities I like to do uh, at a lake um, is rock skipping. It's, it's really relaxing because, you know, you just walk around, find some good rocks and you just chuck it out the water and then you can see it skip like five or seven times and yeah, it's just, it's really fun and also a big stress reliever. So yeah, uh, rock skipping is it's a lot of fun. Wow. Well, like you said, the sunshine, just feeling that on our skin is always really relaxing and really nice. And it was really good to hear about rock skipping and how that relaxes you. That was definitely something I could never master. And that was more frustrating than relaxing for me. Um, but it's good to hear that you are able to relax with that. So um, I know you talked about rock skipping just now. Um, so I wanted to ask you, how does rock skipping make you feel? And what emotions come from just being able to do that? Yeah, so rock skipping uh, is like more than just the art. 
uh, for me, it's it's a it's kind of a nostalgic feeling because I learned rock skipping from my big brother. Um, yeah, he used to take me to the lake ever since I was a little kid, and I remember the first day he taught me how to skip a rock. Like he just put a rock in my hand and he said, "Just throw it fast and hard, and make sure it, it's as." close to the water's surface as possible and i remember the feeling of just like chucking it and then it just splashed and it didn't skip and then i was <laughs> i was pretty upset but then he kept telling me like keep trying keep trying and then when i finally got it to skip three times like that was one of the best feelings i've ever felt it was i was just really excited and like wow like the, the work paid off and now I, every time i skip rocks i just think of my brother and uh, of all the times we used to spend at the lake just playing and yeah that's that's one reason why like it makes me it feels so good and uh it brings back a lot of good memories well thank you so much for sharing that josh that's such a sweet memory to share and i know that like when we engage in such activities where someone important in our life taught us or someone important in our life was there with us during that moment, it just brings back so many positive emotions and so many positive memories that just makes us feel good all around. Mm, yeah. So I know you talked a lot about the lake and nature and just being surrounded by sunshine, but do you have a particular spot in nature that's just your absolute favorite? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, so my house is like, literally like a walks away from like a lake so i i have to say there's like a lot of good spots all around but i feel like that's my favorite one also because it's so conveniently like right behind my house but yeah like it's my favorite place to go like no matter what i'm feeling like whether i'm happy or sad or like frustrated i just take a walk to the lake and i just sit in the sand and yeah it's it's um i don't know if it has a particular name um i mean it i feel like it's just called country lakes because that's like the the town i'm in um so i guess country lakes but uh, <laughs> yeah it's a um it's really relaxing and uh it's it's just nice to sit there yeah the water definitely has like a calming effect on people so just being able to have that like from a walking distance from you, I guess, is just really nice and really relaxing for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I know you reflected on rock skipping with your brother and how that brings out a lot of positive emotions and how that was a really good memory for you. But do you have any other memories of being in nature that are just really positive and really stick out to you? Oh, yeah, that that brings up another uh, really good memory. So there's another... um, another park that I like to go to is called Smithville Park. And it's this like two mile trail. Um, yeah, going on trails is, is one of my like other favorite things to do besides rock skipping. Um, and yeah, I remember one of the first times walking through this trail and it was just, it's beautiful. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous in there. It's just very secluded. Um, it's almost as if it's, 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 it's a, I'm sorry. It's its own world. And, um, yeah, there's just so many, so many trees and different kinds of plants and vines just everywhere. Like it's truly one of a kind. 
Um, and I remember walking there when I was a kid. Um, yeah, it was a beautiful trail. Wow, well, thank you for sharing that. Um, I know, like, I like to walk on a lot of trails, too, and just go hiking. And I know what you mean, like, you're entering, like, a different world when you're able to do that. And, like, just being able to get lost in all, like, those trees and those plants is definitely something amazing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's well, one of my, one of the things I love about the trail, and this might sound a little weird, but, like, you ever go to a trail and it just, like, it just smells good? <laughs> Like, it, you just breathe in that fresh air, and it's just, like, it smells, like, really refreshing. Well, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, so definitely not weird to say, but I definitely know what you mean when you breathe in that fresh air, and it's just really refreshing. Mm. All right. Well, um, thank you so much, Josh, for being on my show today and just sharing such wonderful things about nature. Um, it was really good to hear everything from you. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Don't Forget to Smile. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you did, Give me a rating and follow on Spotify to show me how much you enjoyed it. Don't Forget to Smile is also available on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, so be sure to subscribe to and rate the show on those platforms as well. Follow the Instagram account, SmilePodcast22, SmilePodcast one word with the number 22 at the end, to stay up to date with the show. And be sure to send me a message if you'd like to be a guest. Come back next week for more. And of course, don't forget to smile.